Greetings to you. Hi. Happy, fabulous Friday to you. This is your girl. This is your coach. This is your motivator. This is your encourager, Rhonda Taylor. I pray that you're having a magnificent day thus far. I have a word for you on today that is going to help move you, shift you, and just kind of uh, enlighten your thinking. Okay. These are the things that God is saying to us as his children. He said, I have established a covenant of love with you. This is what the Lord is saying. This is not what your coach, what your host is saying, but this is what the Lord is saying to you and I. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed. That was a promise. And you know, I know, and anybody that listens to us know that God is a covenant keeping God. God is a promise keeper. Yes, there are things going on around us, uh huh, very close to us, and sometimes on the inside of us. But we know that greater is He that is in us than He that is in and of this world. Okay, so God goes on to say, I choose you and I set my affection on you because I love you. When God says that he loves you, we know that he means that and he have an an everlasting love. You know, some people, they only love you until or they only love you because or they only love you for a certain amount of days, a certain amount of hours or until you do something that maybe they just not fond of. And all of a sudden that love come turns into uh she okay. He okay. They all right. You know, <laughs> but God love, it continues. He said, I love you. Know therefore that I am the Lord, your God. I am faithful. I am a faithful God and I will keep my covenant of love to a thousand generations. Oh my God. God. He said to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. How many of you been guilty of not doing everything that we know to do when it comes to the things of God? But we always holding other people accountable for the things that they do, the things that they say and You know, but we don't never want to hold ourselves accountable for how we act, how we treat people when we're not in such of a good mood. You're not in a good mood. You take it out on everybody. You slap the cat, you kick the dog, you overfeed the fish (laughs) and the list goes on and on. And the love stops and then you fall in love with somebody else. They make you mad. You do the same thing. You may kick their animal, overfeed their fish and, and it goes on and on. And everybody is the reason why you are the way you are. Okay, so when we understand that God love is unconditional, God loves us in spite of. Have you ever loved someone even though they have done you wrong? They have did things, they betrayed you, they've hurt you, but you still love them. And I have the tendency to, uh, I was told on the other day uh, by my spouse, he said, you know, your problem is you don't let people go. You don't, you know, people hurt you and they keep doing things and you just keep holding on to them. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) 
okay? We got to listen sometimes to the things that we say. You understand? So when you when you love somebody unconditionally, you're showing them the love of God. But what I am learning in this walk with the Lord is balance. It's how to have balance. And you do know sometimes as women, sometimes we get a little unbalanced. Even as men, I know sometimes they get a little unbalanced. They might not ever say. Some women, you know, we voice what we feel. And some women are very quiet. They just throw temper tantrums and they throw things. And some men, they're very quiet. Some men are very verbal. But however, God loves us unconditionally. He said, I will love you. I will bless you. And I will increase you. I will increase you in numbers. Oh my God, nobody can increase you. I don't care. You might get help. I would rather be around a lot of people trust and believe. I love to be around people that makes that helps make my life better sometimes, you know, because I'm always the person that always I'll step into someone's life. And my thing is I'm coming to make you better in whatever that you're trying to do, whether it's in ministry, whether it's in business, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in love, companionship or whatever it is. If I step into your life, believe me, there are going to be great changes in your life. I'm not going to come into your life and make a whole mess of it. Okay. Love is very, it's strange sometimes, you know, people use the word love so loosely. Oh, I love you. But they never say, I love you until you don't do what I want you to do. Or I love you until you make me mad. Or I love you until you get on my case about me doing wrong. Or I love you until it's always some type of uh, something with that love. It can never be just, I love you no matter what, like God said. He said, I will love you. I will bless you. I will increase you in numbers. I will bless the fruit of your womb. Oh my God. The crops of your land. Uh huh. I will bless your herds and the lambs of your flocks in the land I have given you. And don't you know, some of you, God have promised you some things and that stuff is coming to pass. It's coming to pass. I don't care what it looks like right now. I don't care what people are saying about the economy. I remember years ago, back in 2000, and I believe it was four, uh, 2003, maybe 2003, 2004, one of them. But anyway, I was was working on this job we we was um I was working as we was building trampolines and we was working on parts or sometimes do a little welding here and there. Okay, so they came around and they said, you know, everybody be fearful, da 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 There's a recession going on and I just stopped them in their tracks. I'm like, hold them up, put brakes on that. That does not apply to me. I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. And what apply to you don't apply to me. Because see, my father owned a cattle on a thousand hills. My father, he's rich. And so therefore, yes, he said it would rain on the just as well as the unjust. But I trust him so much so that I know that even during the time when the pandemic had hit, when COVID hit, God took care of Rhonda and Rhonda's family. That was a promise that he made. Thank you. 
I didn't even know why God had me at one point. This was before everything happened. He gave me a warning to give to the people that something was going to happen that was going to shake the entire world. It was going to be some things that was going to cause people that were sitting high to be low. It was going to be some things that was going to shut the very mouth of the enemy. It was going to be some things, even in certain ministries, was not going to be able to be effective like they once were. Their buildings was going to be shut. It was a lot of things that God was giving me. And then he was giving me strategy on things, but he didn't tell me to share a lot of things that he was giving me because a lot of people were still walking in disobedience. Okay. So at that time, God had me, I was saving little containers and I was buying like wipes and putting the wipes in the containers, putting alcohol in the, in the wipes with a little bit of uh, peppermint oil every now and then, depending on what it was for. And didn't know I was be, I was preparing for the pandemic. So when everybody was running around, trying to run around like a chicken with their head cut off, they was running around looking for wipes, looking for this, looking for that, man, I was passing out containers, you know, uh, my kids were asking me, mama, do you have any more of those containers with the wipes in there? Yes, I had plenty. I was just, for some reason, God would not allow me to throw those containers away. And for some of you, this may even be a help to you now that some people have literally moved off the grid. You got some people, they have gotten away from, from the U.S. They have moved in other countries and they're living off the grid. Well, that may be a help to you to start storing up on some things, you know, get you some empty containers containers, get you some empty flower pots and start making your own food, start doing things, being productive and, 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 and God will bless that. You see what I'm saying? And so a lot of times we think that the Bible said he will use the foolish things to confound the wise because sometimes people can be too smart for their own good. They don't want to hear anything. They think it oh, that's beneath them. And that's, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a poor move. <coughs> excuse me. That is a a poor move. Excuse me. Why would you save containers? Why would you save wipes? And why would you buy up all that stuff? Big jugs of water. Well, some people couldn't even flush their toilets. And so I would save up jugs of water where I can pour in the back of the toilet and flush the toilet, not even knowing that that was going to happen. But God was preparing me. God, can you say that with me? God is preparing me. I'm going to give you a second to say that. Time's up. God is preparing us for something. And you can't get prepared. You have to be prepared. Okay? You got some people... They don't understand. They don't know. So sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need somebody to help push us and to tell us the things that God is saying to push us forward. He said, I will love you. I will bless your numbers and I will bless what your fruit of your womb, your crops, your lands, your herds, the, uh, the lambs of your flocks in the land I have given to you. God have given us a lot of things. A lot of people have abused the things that God have given them. And a lot of people that had so much, they wasn't even blessing the people during COVID. Then you had some, like people were talking about my bishop, Bishop T.D. Jakes. They talked about Bishop, but Bishop was feeding herds of people. Bishop was feeding people. I'm telling you by the thousands. Then I knew another young lady that I was working along with her with 
uh, driving around, taking people food during the pandemic. She was giving away food. Uh, her, her name is Pastor Richetta. She was, man, she was giving away groceries. And, and, and I would go over there sometimes and, and she would uh, bless, bless our ministry and bless other ministries and with, the, with food to go. And I was driving her to, to people, the different ones' houses uh, that, that was in need, young people that had children, some of my own children, uh, uh, some elderly. I would take it to their house and fill their house. Man, didn't anybody that knew me that was connected to me did not go without during the pandemic. Okay. And this is when everything was, was everybody was scared to touch her, you know, didn't want to deal with a lot of people. Well, God was still reigning. He was still blessing a lot of ministries and you hear people talking and you got some people, man, they sitting, they pockets were sitting fat, but they refused to go and make, uh, to, to feed people, to feed the homeless, to still make sure that other people were eating. They, they still, they was overlooking a lot of those people. Well, we were still doing that. We were still doing that, you know. So I just thank God for that. In the tribe of Judah, we were passing our clothes to children, to the parents, taking food, setting up places, giving away bags of snacks to the children. The tribe of, yes, the tribe of Judah, the one that God had gotten me overseeing. Yes, that ministry. Yes. So when, when God instructs us, even during hard times, he will... He will literally guide you and direct you in ways to where not only that you will be a blessing to your house, but you will be a blessing to others as well. Okay. Cause it's not all about us. He said, you will be blessed more than any other people. Okay. And I will keep you free from every disease during the whole time of COVID. Thank you. Thank you, father. Thank you, God. I never got COVID. Never. Some people say, how do you know you ain't never been? You know what? To God be the glory. I never gotten sick throughout the whole time of COVID. No, I think the only, the, the most thing I ever had was maybe, um, a little cough here and there, but you know, when I go to my doctor, everything was well. So God bless. It was nobody, even in my household, I made sure it was a lot of things that God had gave me. You know, he was giving me wisdom on, on stock up on things like mule and oil of oregano, cinnamon. It was just a lot of things I kept. I was even burning cinnamon in my house. And I, I had uh, these air filters where I was, where it was drawing in all that, you know, anything that from outside or whatever. And it, it, it was, I'm telling you, God will take care of his people. You cannot tell me that. And see where we get in trouble at sometimes where God will allow different things to come and eat up what we have when we get evil. And when we start talking bad about other people, or we start being uh, deceiving and mean and evil towards people that are good to us, then God will allow those, those peasants to come and he I mean, the peasants, those pestilence to come and to devour every little thing that you have, or he will allow that sickness to hit in your household over and over and over. When he see that you're sometimes we, you know, we walk around with a very evil heart. We say things, we do things, we wish things on people. We, we, we hurt people that, that we say we love and we don't, we don't stick together. And so when God starts seeing things like that, he don't, he, God is just like the, uh, uh, my, my, um, the, he was my, um, 
like a mentor to me. He said, God ain't going to bless no mess. God ain't finna give you anything if he didn't tell you to do certain things. So stop looking for God to always bless you when you got a heart of, when your heart is evil, when you're backbiting people, when you're keeping up confusion, how you expect for God to keep blessing you like that? Yeah, Satan gives his kids gifts, but at the same time, this only is limited. Okay. But God's stuff is everlasting. Okay, so moving forward, he said you will be blessed more than other people. I will keep you free from diseases. No one will be able to stand up against you. He said, well, he will destroy them. I always tell people, excuse me, when you come up against me, even in front of me, behind me, on side of me, over the phone, over the Internet, whatever you do, when you come up against me, you coming up the you coming up against the God that's in me. You know why? Because I show love. I don't treat people bad. So I always tell other people, other leaders that are, that are tied to me, I always tell them, stop worrying about the wicked so much because you give them power. Stop worrying about people doing things to you. People said this, people doing that. Stop focusing on that and focus on what did God say? He said he established his, his covenant with you and that he loved you. And he said that he wouldn't, what? He will, God will literally move mountains on your behalf. Okay. He said he have unfailing love for you, that he will bless you. He will increase you in numbers. These are promises from God, not man. Cause man will make you promises that they're going to be with you, that they're going to, you know, they, they, I ain't never going nowhere and they'll be lying at the side of their neck. You see what I'm saying? But God said he would never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Okay, so let me give scripture, Deuteronomy 7, 12 and 24, Deuteronomy 7, 12 through 24. Then this is the prayer declaration that I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor the powers, nor the height, nor the death, anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Okay. Now my question to you is what is God saying to you concerning everything that I said to you? Okay. Again, we're so busy. Always we hold everybody else accountable, but we never hold ourselves accountable for the things that we say and the things that we do. But let me tell you what you do. You make excuses for why you do and why you act and why you say the things that you act, say, and do. And so when we make excuses like that, it keeps us, it stunts our growth and it keeps us from growing in the things of God. It keeps us from moving forward. It keeps us even from the people that God have predestined for us because see, God is not going to send people that's in, uh, send people in your life, um, for you to mess them up, for you to keep saying, well, that person hurt me and you're the one doing the hurting. Or you're, you're saying, well, that person did this and you're the one doing it. So God is not going to keep sending saviors your way or sending boats in your direction, sending finances in your way when you are misusing them, when you don't look out for nobody but you and your household, where it's only about you, me, mine, and I, and that's it. Okay? So 
Be a person of your word. Do what God is telling you to do in this hour and this season. It's vitally important that we that we cross the T's and dot the I's because the enemy is roaring like a roaring lion trying to seek whom he may devour. But we also know that the Lord God is roaring too, and his roar is much louder than the enemy's roar and that he's going to rip the devil's head off. And it's almost about that time that the enemy time is winding up. And that's the reason why he's trying to frustrate the people of God. He don't care nothing about your money. He don't care nothing about your house, your car. He's after your peace. But what is all the promises that God gave you when I first started this podcast. I'm not going to go over it. It's good to just sometimes remember the promises that God made versus the, the what the devil said to you because we're big on remembering the bad things, but it's hard for us to, to, to regurgitate the good things that God says. If you're going to be like a dog returning to vomit, return to the good things that God said. Go back and return to that. Don't go return to, oh, they said this about me. They said this about me. They ain't treating me right. He did this. She did that. The dog bit me. The cat scratched me. And the fish are just dying as soon as I put them in the tank. Okay. Put Come on. Put brakes to that. Okay. Now, my thing is this. Sometimes, just sometimes, you have to sit back. I was listening to uh, Miles Monroe, very wise, wise man. He, he died it's some years ago now him and his wife very wise leader very wise gave some good wisdom when he was here good good wisdom and so he always said if you're doing all the talking that means you're not listening to God that means when do you have time to even meditate because you're so busy complaining 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 and you're just saying I'm just constantly praying I'm constantly praying so you're constantly talking constantly talking and you're not listening what is God saying to you and every time I had to learn this the hard way and still learning everything God say is not your business it's not to me. If God said it to me, it was for me. He didn't say, okay, Rhonda, I need you to call everybody you're connected to. Put them on the conference line and I want to tell all of y'all at the same time. Not so. When he spoke to Abraham and told him to get away from his, his kindred, he spoke directly to Abraham. Okay. Now what Abraham did, he went and pulled on Lot. Okay. Lot came in, brought his wife and they made a whole mess. Okay, because his wife was very rebellious, wanted to do. She kept wanting to look back and do that old stuff. And Abraham was saying, hold on. Then he losing most of his people trying to help fight for Lot. And see, sometimes you find yourself trying to fight for people and you sticking your head out. And then you get it all chewed off because you're fighting for the wrong people sometimes. When God say, let something go, he mean, let it go. If he says, wait, he mean, wait. If he says, sit still, be quiet, be still and know that I am God. Then you have to sit still and know that he is God. But if you start moving in your own strength and in your own power, you're going to see how far your strength and your power is going to get you. Okay, I hear a lot of leaders that's power and they are some powerful leaders, but sometimes they con- they contradict themselves because they'll get on there and, and, and they talk about people on live on Facebook. They'll get on there and they'll beat the people up on Facebook. And, and God is saying, wait a minute, that is not me. They'll get on there, they get mad at some of their members and they'll talk bad about their members on Facebook. God would do that. Is that the character of God? No, it's not. 
You know, so we have to, if we're going to mimic the attributes of God, we got to mimic it all the way. That means sometimes we just need to sit still, be quiet. See, we do, we do so much that God is, sometimes God is not in it. And when, it, when God is not in something, he don't have to bless it. He don't have to rain blessings on it. He don't have to make that thing prosper. Because he said, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. But what we do, we get mad and we get upset and we start speaking out of character. I'm guilty of this in the past. I was so frustrated. I get tired and start. And so I would say things and then I would have to go back and say, I'm sorry. See, I'm going to tell you something about people that say things and do things to you and they never apologize. They are lie, but they never apologize and mean it sincerely. When you apologize to somebody, you don't go back and do that same thing again. That means you did it and you feel like you can keep doing it because you keep getting away with it. So we got to start holding our own selves accountable for the things that we say and do and the way we act. As we say, we are living as God would have us to live where God would not have you to live in a way to where you are hypocritical that you're saying, but you're doing another thing. He would not have you to talk about somebody that just told you their problems. Or they just was, they just shared to you what they was feeling and you went and shared it with somebody else. And they sat there and talked to you and and told you what they were feeling. You're not telling other people for, for them to pray for them. You're talking because you're a gossiper. And do you think that God is in that? No, he's not. Okay. So I pray that what I said helped you. And I want you to go back and hit replay and hear the promises that God have made to you. Okay, those things are coming to pass. The only person can get in the way of anything is you. Okay, you can cause a delay and a setback in your own life by being what? Disobedient. Okay, getting ready to close again. This is your coach. This is your motivator. This is your encourager. This is your girl, Rhonda Taylor, coming to you on this fabulous Friday, telling you that you are fabulous. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. You are fearless. Yes, you are amazing. Yes, you are all that and a bag of chips. And don't you let nobody tell you different. And when they do, you need to turn a deaf ear to everything that's not speaking life. You need to turn a deaf ear to anything that's bringing you down. You need to turn a deaf ear even to yourself when you're speaking crazy. Okay. When I say crazy, I mean twazy. Because if, if you're speaking anything other than what God said to you in the beginning of this podcast, that's crazy language, right? All right. Again, this your girl. This your coach. This your motivator. This is your encourager, Rhonda Taylor. Coming to you on this fabulous Friday telling you that you are fabulous. And you have an amazing day on this fabulous Friday. As to some of you men... Hey, to all of the men, happy Father's Day to you. You are a king. Yes, you are. So I'm going to tell you this. Stand up like the king that you are and start training these little men and start training them the way God will have you to train them. Amen. May God bless you and may forever keep you is my prayer. This your girl. I'm out. This is Rhonda Taylor. Mm-hmm.